once again. How are you doing? It's the Luca Pete Show. It's a Thursday, which means batteries, boys, One Direction and Bumkirk. To be quite frank, uh, Luke Moore is joining me once again. It's the Luke and Pete Show. I mean, the, the, this is the bare minimum we can bring you, to be quite frank. Me yeah. and you talking about nonsense. It's a, it's a stripped back version of podcasting yeah. that every other broadcaster is too cowardly to do. <laughs> I think it's they need to build up jazz. things. They need to build things around, around them to, to lean on. Mm. Oh, what's happening here? What's happening there? What subjects are we going to talk about? Where's the running order? Um, have we got a sponsor? You know, all that kind of stuff. <laughs> me and Pete, we just freestyle it, baby. We just freestyle it. Well, I mean, we do have a running order, but it's mainly just me dropping in dirty uh, YouTubes. And... and links that I don't understand. Like, um, mm. you've basically put something in our shared document today, which I think is as good a time as any now to talk about. Uh, right. New Rohammer technique bypasses existing DDR4 memory defences. Well, uh, yeah, I mean... That doesn't make any sense to anyone. I put that in the WhatsApp group because I thought it was interesting, but uh, it ended but, up but, in the running But off. it's not interesting because no one understands it. Is it interesting, though? Well, why don't you try and explain it to a lay audience? I'm not sure I can. DDR, <laughs> DDR memory is in everything. It's, right. You know, it came in oh, probably about 15 years ago, 20 years ago. Right. Uh, and it is incredibly popular in everything we use. So every computer you've got, every computer I've got, every server that, that underpins our very existence, etc. Um, the raw hammer effect is a security exploit that some hackers, some incredible fucking geniuses have figured out that relies on the leaking of electrical charges between adjacent memory cells inside the microchips, inside the DIMMs, inside the, the DDR4 memory. It's incredible, Luke. And, and so it enables uh, uh, somebody, uh, some naughty person to flip ones and zeros and change the content in the memory by changing the electrical impulses huh. in surrounding uh, memory, memory cells effectively. And we are talking... Atom-sized fucking things. That's amazing, isn't it? It is amazing. I don't know how. I, I don't know how. It, it's almost too complex for any actual hacker to get hold of. You know what I mean? It's yeah. too. It's it's a proof of concept uh, that no hacker, no general kind of hacker, could really uh, take advantage of very quickly. It's going to take some years for them to even catch up, which I what, think is amazing. And people need to accept that today that um, actually you can get bloody annoyed with hackers, but they are really good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're talented. I mean, I mean, some of them are, but I mean, but they're the ones that just create like naughty, naughty exploits that you know hack your PlayStation Five so you can play video game, you know, hacked video, uh, free video games or stuff like that. They're the fun ones, but they're always the most intelligent ones. The thick ones are just the ones who are just using off the shelf, uh, you know, Chinese uh, kind of, you know, you pay hundred quid and they give you this kind of cheat, effectively this this hacking thing, and you just you just point it. In. It's a bit like buying a gun, I suppose. These Chinese hacking firms, they they make Make these quite complex uh, batch files or, or, or macros uh, that, that, that you buy for a certain amount of money, and then you just it's basically just like buying a gun. Now, if I want to hack you, I'll fire it at you effectively and huh. get all your sweet beans. Yeah, that is disappointing to say the least. But the, but the raw, this raw hammer effect thing—it's it's been around since 2014. They're only trying to sort of, and they've finally managed to get um, some proper exploits kind of up and running and stuff. But I just find it amazing that <laughs> that. Inside the fucking memory modules, by manipulating surrounding memory fucking holes, it can affect the other memory holes uh, in in, in modern devices. At the core of its very essence, the exchange of information through computers is just binary one or zero, one or zero, one or zero. And the combinations of those things are what generate what we see and what we experience. Mm. And they're able to manipulate that at such a a low level. 
mm. that they can completely undermine anything that's happening. It, it, it's completely kind of system device non-specific. It can do anything. Is it a myth to say that when they catch those sweet beans hackers, <laughs> they give them a job? Uh, there's certainly a lot of a lot of companies do have. Uh, if you go to them and go, look, give me twenty grand, and I'll tell you what's wrong with your system, and then you tell them, and they do pay out. They pay, it's, it's, do, yeah, but crucially, do they pay first? Because I could do that. <laughs> that sounds really easy. I've heard of the raw hammer effect. Yeah, yeah. I think I can tell you what's wrong with your computers. <laughs> twenty Sweet grand. 20 I might grand. just set up a business on uh, Facebook Marketplace and just, uh, which a lot of people seem to be doing, where they'll they'll fix your computer yeah. and like because most people's computers are fucked in a very um, unfuckable way. Oh, sorry, in a very yeah, a very in a very fu- unfuckable way. You can yeah. unfuck them quite easily, and uh, and so um, you can really make a lot of money by being an absolute charlatan. You still enjoying your time on Facebook Marketplace? <laughs> you sent me a lot of Facebook Marketplace links. There was a man uh, this mo- uh, no last night um, yeah. <laughs> came to the door with a little boy, and I was like, it seems a bit trick or treaty. Mm. I thought, what's going on here? There's some kind of hustle happening. And he said, uh, I made to pick up a wand. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I didn't put Did this he? in the runner. Yeah, he said, uh, I'm going to pick up a wand. I was like, uh, what? Uh, yeah. uh, He's what? making you sound like a paedophile, eh? <laughs> some magic wands to kids on the internet. And I said, and I said uh, is this like Facebook? And I, that was my first thought. I thought it's Facebook Marketplace. He's gone to the wrong house. And I went, so, you know, went upstairs and went, Sarah, um, have, have, have we got, have we, are you selling a Harry Potter wand? You've doubted yourself there, which I like. Yeah. The only thing is, I'd seen that one on Facebook Market. Did you? So I, at least I knew it was for sales. I knew it was legit. Like how old was the kid? Uh, how, how big is that? Five? Five. Yeah. Five, yeah. So, yeah, oh, he was getting a... Getting excited? A, that would be exciting, isn't it? You and your yeah. dad going on a, on a little Harry Potter quest to go and grab yeah. a wand. That's I mean, what Facebook market. That's the magic of marketplace, I, mate. I don't want to be disrespectful, but if I turned up to your house <laughs> and you answered, and uh, my dad was buying a wand off you, <laughs> I'd be thinking, "What's going on here?" So how do honest, get, how out do of the whole resolved? street, I would be the most likely to fucking have one. I don't even have any kids. How do they get resolved? Uh, I went upstairs and said, "Sarah, like uh, they Sorry, said, start uh, fashioning one out of twig." <laughs> Hundred quid. It's just a big doob. How much did you? Uh, how much did you going to buy it for? <laughs> but I, I would. I, I said, sorry, mates. And so uh, so I say, good luck with your your quest to find the find the Harry Potter wand. But well, you've made and... it sound like a challenge there. How <laughs> you making it sound like you're involved? It's like an escape room. Good luck with the challenge. <laughs> well, he's definitely got it then. I so Sarah came downstairs and went. I think you knew the answer to that when you asked whether I was selling a Harry Potter wand. <laughs> yeah. So do you reckon he'd get it? He'd got his got his got his hands on one. I don't know. It's hard to say. I hope he did. I so hope, know, I hope in, um, he did. You know, in Harry Potter, the um, the wands are kind of they fly, can't they? Can they fly? That's a broomstick. That's a broomstick. Yeah, sorry. The, the, the right. wands are unique to the to the wand holder. So you get your wand right. made based on your personality and how you'd like to do magic. And some of them have like a unicorn hair through the middle of them or a dragon string or something. Oh, right. What, what would you have in yours, do you think? I'd have like a... A noodle, big long Japanese noodle probably. Big long Japanese noodle Ramen. or it would be um, I've LED lights like a gaming PC. <laughs> So I like that. So your yeah. your Harry Potter one would be one long ramen noodle yeah. through the middle of it, yeah. with some gaming lights at the end. At the end, yeah, that's nice. It's nice. That'd that'd work well. it, yeah, that'd Kev- work really Kevlar well. covered in Kevlar. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> for no reason. Very nice. Oh, yeah, yeah, there's yeah. no been there's not there's not been any upshot of um, the car accident outside my house yet. No, any, I've, I've any had people. No um, well, I've had people um, tapping the WhatsApp. Yeah, group going. For the my, someone's absolutely. Has anyone's car been totaled? That uh, that Derek they, next door. Derek, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What? Because I think about this because a new driver. If I crash into someone, yeah, like, do people cr- like ha- crash their cars quite often? That if I crashed into them, 
uh, I would, because I, I, you know, I hate kind of any kind of social interaction out on the street. I mean, you're going to have to interact with people if you crash your car. Isn't yeah, you? but like, some would say you already have. Has ever, with has there, have you, have you had uh, an insurance claim on your? Have, have you no. done like, a, have you had a crash car Never. before? Never, Never had a crash car. No. I'm just thinking that that. <sighs> I don't necessarily know what to do. Would they necessarily know what to do? Because they're bigger boys. Yeah, all you do is just exchange information. Right. So, what's the information? Yeah, but they say that. Let's exchange numbers. And what's that? I mean, what's that going to do? Because then you've got, you got the car registration number. You've got the name of the person. You've got the number of the person. Yeah. So you call your insurance company. And so you say, some this, fucking this rotter. Happened. And it's a fucking pain because you, if you're not, it depends on the type of policy you've got. You might lose your no claims. So poor old Derek next door. Yeah. Who's very big in the local community. Yeah. He runs the Amateur Dramatics. Right, right. He's got he's got a half share in a uh, in a gallery for amateur artists. Nice. Yeah, he's a good lad, Outstanding citizen. Nice fella. He had yeah. us all round for cocktails uh, summer before last, before COVID, because he does a lot of work over in Brazil, and he had all these Brazil themed cocktails, and we went over there, and it was great. Cool. What reward does he get for that? Someone totaling his car. Did it totally it or just kind of just it just kind of written off, baby? Written off. And <gasps> to add insult to injury, mm. he also had his bike. He's a keen cyclist. He had his bike parked in the little in, parked in the little bike park. That got totaled as well. In there as well. Next door. In there. So I think what he would have to do Sucks. is call him up and say, someone smashed into my car, come and have a look at it. Yeah. And the insurance company will either say, yeah, we'll fix that. Mm. Um, good luck with your premium next year. Or <laughs> we can't fix that. The mechanics, they can't fix it because it's too expensive. It's that, Therefore, it's written off. Write off means that it's more than the car's worth to yes, fix it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have to get another car. So, you know, look, mate, it's, oh, it's, it's heady business. This. Heady business. But anyway. Modern life is rubbish. It is. The only thing people are talking about in the WhatsApp group at the moment, mate, is speed bumps. Yeah. They're still banging the speed bumps drum. And interestingly I think enough, you're right, though. I think more speed bumps just make your car fly. I'll tell you what. I'll, do, I'll, tell, you something, I'll tell you something interesting around this, right? Mm. So it happened to a mate of my street. He mm. doesn't live in London. Right. But there was people speeding up and down the, the residential street. Yeah. And the residents were pissed off about it, obviously. Um, he lives in the same street as Justin Lee Collins. <laughs> okay. That's a side point. Side point. Yeah. Um, and... Um, Anyway, so there was a car accident because people were driving too fast. No one got hurt. Not not a big deal. But he didn't drive like this in the nineties. Yeah, that's what he said. That's what he said. <laughs> so what Justin Lee Collins did? The A team used to drive faster than this. Is he tried to reunion all the people involved in the car accident? <laughs> no. Um, so what they did is they said, "Look, we want to sort out fast people driving. People driving too fast down yeah. the street." Mm-hmm. They talked about speed bumps. Fucking too expensive. Yep. Council wouldn't pay for it. Mm-hmm. What they did is they saw a study that came from somewhere like Netherlands or Scandinavia, mm-hmm. where they put. Um, pot plants, like as in planters, yeah. on the pavements, right. and they painted different coloured um, shapes on the road itself. Right. right. And what that did was it gave the drivers something to think about. Oh, God, what's, hit? what's this? Yes. And it stopped them driving yes. fast. And it actually fucking worked. Right. Just kind of like obfuscation. Kind of like, what, what I've got, this is a puzzle I've got to figure out. Oh, no, this must be some kind of area for... Something. Stumming, yeah. Kids' playground, something yeah, like that. So okay. I'm not going to drive too fast. And it actually worked, and it cost a lot less than putting the speed bumps in, which apparently is very expensive. I would just write the little symbol some Squid Game on the fly in chalk. Nice. And they'd be like, whoa, don't want to go down this road. Dressing the pink overalls. Dressing the pink overalls. With the mask. With the mask. Have you seen all Squid Game now? No, not seen a single one. Why not? Because <laughs> it, it got too far. It's a detrimental duty, that is. <laughs> You're negligent. It's negligent. Negligent. It's got too far. You like Eastern culture. Right. And, and you do podcasts. Right. As, as so Chris, I have to watch Squid Game. I know it's set in Korea, not in Japan, but has mm. Chris Broad seen it? Uh, he talks about it. Yes, I think he has seen I it. I really yeah. want you to watch it because I think myself and our listeners would like to know your take on I it. I think I've seen all, everything. Bloody John Legend and his missus are doing Squid Game things and the chance to win a holiday at their house for Halloween. Why is he involved? Uh, because everyone hates his wife now. I can't <laughs> 
it's a supermodel, Chrissy lady, Teigen, Chrissy Teigen yeah. who who is a beloved of the left until a lot of DMs came out of her telling her kid to die or something. Right, <laughs> she's beloved of the left, and now she's uh, she's been uh, cast adrift because you catch because you passed or oh, catch up with you, and uh, and yeah, they, they did for Halloween, I believe, did a big Squid Games thing where their friends and family could win prizes by you know taking part in the Squid Games, and it's just very like. The whole idea, people look at it through the lens of the whole idea of Squid Games is poor people trying to make money, yeah. trying to you know survive, yeah. uh, and being John Legend and Chrissy Teigen, they're obviously very, very rich. Listen, I mean, I'm surprised that they don't see that it's a fairly obvious metaphor yeah. that they've been victim of there by being ignorant, <laughs> isn't it? Yeah. For, sure, I mean, for the record, and probably for legal reasons, they weren't killing people. No. No. It was well, a, look, a light-hearted the, version. Maybe the bodies haven't been found yet. How long are you, being, how long are you lasting in a Squid Game if you had to do it? Uh... I quite. We've spoken about the only one I've seen is what times of Mister Wolf, and there's yeah. some, there's another one sort of MC Escher kind of thing. What's that, that? I've seen? Isn't that kind of like, there's like stairs up and down, and there's blood on the stairs, and it's pink. Everything's pink. No, but that's not a game. That's, that's just part. Of, that's the background. Bit. That's the background yeah. bit. Okay. So fine. and the red light, green light, which is what time is it, Mister Wolf? Red light. But the the problem in Squid Game with that is that um, this isn't the first episode, so you can get fucked if you can play about spoilers. <laughs> Hit fast forward for thirty seconds if you don't want to hear this. Right. Um, the problem with that is it's the first game in Squid Game, so no one knows what's happening. So a lot right. more people get fucking nailed because they don't know it's happening. Oh, so the whole so Squid Games they turn up, and they don't know they're in the Squid. At game. the start, they don't. Right, they don't uh, know they're in the. And squid that's the game. first game. No, they know they're in it, but I don't think they get killed. Oh right, okay. They, they, they like they're like oh um yeah. I think got... it's Takeshi's Castle. Or something. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. Which by the way, ain't great. <laughs> that, that, I mean, that deserves a lot of credit, Takeshi's Castle. Yeah, brilliant show. Well, Beat Takeshi's a very uh, important stand-up citizen. Is that problematic for a Western audience to be appropriate in that? Um, no, it's a mad fucking, you know. It, I mean, it, it perpetrates uh, that kind of, aren't the fucking Japanese wacky? But I mean, yeah. I mean, they are wacky. And, so and it's, it's them doing it. It's, and it's them doing it. And all they're doing is showing it. Yeah. No one's changing it. Mm. Um, the best, some of the best TV to ever happen, forget your fucking Sopranos, mm. When the people doing Takeshi's Castle yeah. um, are told that there's three doors to and run what, through. Yeah, and they've and got what, to run full pelt. And they do it. Yeah. No one goes up to them and pushes it to see if it's fucking paper. <laughs> they just run full pelt. And it's when, not in the spirit of the games, Lou. And the great thing about it is, whether it's a solid door yeah. or a paper one, you the results yourself. are brilliant. <laughs> because <laughs> yeah. they go so far through the paper one, they hurt themselves. Yeah. And they go so far into the door, they hurt themselves. Yeah. I'm telling you now, <laughs> anything in society, you can talk about your kind of, you know, look at the way... Um, you know, Stuart Lee develops his stand-up comedy. It's so clever. It's so intricate. It's so well rendered. You know, mm. he's doing callbacks ten minutes later, and it's funny. Yeah, fine. It's good. I like Stuart Lee, but really, all of society's comedic laughs can be drilled down to something like Takeshi's Castle. Yeah, just other people hurt people themselves. Hurt themselves people falling over. Yeah. yeah. So, would you would you like to do Takeshi's Castle? You prefer to do that to Squid Game, obviously. The prizes on offer aren't as large, <laughs> but the reward is lower. But so is the risk. Are you survive? Because you do sometimes see a Western person on Takeshi's Castle, mm. and it's funny. And why are they all dressed as baseball players? Oh, I don't know. I, 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 baseball's I, yeah. big in Japan, it's right? Just big in Japan. Do you think yeah. you, you think you do all right in Takeshi's Castle? Uh, yeah, I think so. I think I throw. I I, I always throw myself around, and hurt myself, innit? So if you could do Squid Game, where you could literally win like hundred million <laughs> if you survive, the final. I, mean, I won't say the final game because it's probably a bit fucking rich. A bit of a spoiler. You can do Takeshi's Castle, mm. or you can do American Ninja Warrior. I think you'd be good on American Nin- Ninja Warrior. Ninja you've Warrior got... is too, too uh, upper body strength, isn't it? You've got a good power got to weight ratio, haven't you? Because you're small. You have. You used to be ripped. Used to be ripped. Giving, it up, giving that all up. <laughs> 
So Given that the, all up you for, went Ninja Warrior. one of the last Siversen's delicious chocolate twists that he got into there. <laughs> he brings them in. Siversen, isn't it? Yeah. Siversen. I, I, no one can say his name properly and it, it upsets me. It's weird because he's Irish. <laughs> um, Pete, we should get our listeners to email in to say what their tactics would be on Squid Game, Takeshi's Castle and American Ninja Warrior. Right. I, I get the impression... Listen, I'll tell you something now. We've got quite a lot of listeners to do Compute in America. Mm. If... I would be stunned if there's Stone not someone listening. Stunned. If there's someone listening who hasn't been on American Ninja Warrior because everyone, it's on so often mm. that there must be some people on it that, yeah. are, that, that, that are listening to this show right now. So if you if you are, get in touch. Um, <laughs> let's have a break. When we come back, people have got to do some um, some batteries. Let's do them. Um, it's going to be very exciting. So um, we'll, we'll do that. We'll take a quick break. We'll come back and we'll see if there's any new players entering the game. We're back with the Luke and Pete show. How the devil are you doing? Uh, every single Thursday, we count down uh, our and your favourite battery brands. If you've opened up an old kettle, an old electric no, kettle, kettle with, was it? well, you might have a clock-assisted kettle. They might have an air in there. Why is that your example? I don't know. I, I'm trying to style out my so, mistake. So alarm clock. Alarm clock. If go. you've opened up an alarm <laughs> clock or a sieve, an electric sieve. <laughs> <laughs> battery powered sieve <laughs> or a battery powered sword or you know, battery powered sword swords can be battery oh, and now ha- I'm trying to find things that don't have batteries in them and I'm finding things with batteries in them your Harry Potter wand my Harry Potter wand the ramen okay. with yeah, the yeah exactly lights. if you open that up uh, you might find a battery uh, if you find one that you don't think we've heard on the show before get in touch hello at lukeandpeatshow.com uh, or you can tweet us at lukeandpeatshow on Twitter what have we got this week Lukey am I doing it and you're searching you're doing it and I'm searching okay. step up Richard Wooten Come on down, Richard. Nice to see you. He says, evening, guys. Day one, listener, first time emailer. Was recently clearing out the loft with my dad. We came across the remote control for his old Sony stereo system. Lovely. I picked up, I popped the back off to be greeted with a pair of Sony Super Reds. Sony Super Reds. Let's have a look. He says, from a quick Google search, these batteries can be found on eBay, described as rare vintage Sony Super Red batteries with cool graphics and are priced between four and 15 pounds. What? What? So people are buying them? Mm. What? People buy them? I think they're a new player. I think they are a new player, and I can confirm. Well done, Richard. Congratulations. Welcome in. Welcome in. Um, So that's one new player out of one. We're 100% so far. Another Mm. Richard's been in touch. Mm. He says, uh, forgive me if these are not new players. Inside a musical rattle gifted to my daughter that couldn't be turned off without removing the batteries, (laughs) I found a pair of South House Supers. South House Supers. Very enjoyable. Richard, I can uh, exclusively reveal that A, you have beautiful long hands uh, and also uh, South House Super is very much a new, new battery. Very good. Mm. I can't believe we're still unf- unveiling these yeah. after all this time. Thank you very good much for you. that. Cheers, good Rich. Uh, and then finally for now, Joel Bell. Hello. Second attempt at new battery brands. You don't get any credit for that. They're either in or they're not. He says, are large batteries new entries? Large. I don't think they are. I'm pretty sure we've seen them quite a few times before. Can you confirm that to me, Mr. Pete Donaldson, just by typing the word large? Yeah, there is no fucking way. I'm going to be able to confirm. <laughs> we, we've definitely seen before. Batteries, we've yeah. definitely seen yeah, before. Thank so, you, Joel. Thanks anyway, Joel, but it's not um, not right this time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Peter, do you want to do an email? We should probably do... Um, do you know what we should do? We should do some more uh, English, full English breakfast fry-up emails because we've had quite a few of those. Right, okay. All right, okay. Well, um, uh, Snoop God... Presumably on Twitter, that has, had, has had a suggestion regarding full English breakfasts. What about using a Yorkshire pudding as a ramekin for beans? No extra dish to wash up, an excuse to eat Yorkshire puddings outside of a roast situation. Now, yeah. where do you stand on that? Because they are delicious. I think beans would possibly add 
uh, a sweet piquancy to the uh, to proceedings when it comes to that because they, they they can be quite heavy and tasteless. I want and oily. I want to dream here. Yeah, I want to fly as close to the sun as possible. Yeah, but I've been burnt in the past, and I'll tell you why. <laughs> when I was a student, I was absolutely convinced that baked beans and pasta would go well. People do though. They they presume they see the tomato sauce and they presume that that could be the same tomato sauce that the Italians use. It doesn't use. work. No, it doesn't work. It no. tastes terrible. It's, yeah. it's the most. But you got to add cheese thing. in there as well. But yeah. you can, if you add cheese to everything, it's delicious, isn't it? So cheese can improve a multitude of sins. Can <laughs> cover cover up a lot. I don't know if this would work. I think you're also breaking two cardinal rules, which is. You're intimating the idea that you can have baked beans somewhere near a roast, which you shouldn't be doing, yeah. and you shouldn't be having a Yorkshire pudding with a full English. I get the, I get that it could be a, um, a kind of vessel. I totally mm. understand that in principle, it's a vessel, but I don't think that. Um, I just don't really think it's going to be something we should be exploring any further. <laughs> However, Snoop God, if that is your real name, <laughs> um, why don't you send us in a video of you doing it? with a little report, and maybe we can be persuaded. Oh, uh, actually, speaking of Snoop Doggy Dog, uh, he is on a TV show, uh, a, like um, a feats of human endurance kind of TV show. Of course he is. Uh, like stunt-based show with Cody Rhodes, the wrestler, and uh, inexplicably, oh, she was an actor in the film... Now completely fucking gone. When who was this bloke who who directed the uh, opening ceremony of the 2012 Olympics? Um, who did the opening ceremony? Of the it's Sunshine. Sunshine. Oh, um, his name is Danny Boyle. Danny Boyle. Danny Boyle went out with an actor, actress, uh, um, uh, who he may have directed in one of his. Bits. Uh, it basically. Rosario Dawson. Rosario Dawson. Yeah. There we go. Got it in the end. Thank you very much. Thank you for playing the Pete's <laughs> mystery actor, a game. And uh, yeah, Rosario Dawson and uh, Cody Rhodes, uh, the son of the excellent Dusty Rhodes, and uh, also yeah. um, and also Snoop Doggy Dog. They are all doing like a, a Takeshi's Castle kind of Britain's Got Talent kind of shows your talent. So you've got lads in like wheelchairs with, big, with flames coming out of the backs of the wheelchairs doing flips and stuff. Right. You've got monster truck uh, stuff. It's just basically. Basically, whatever you can do that's spectacular and dangerous, Snoop Doggy Dog, who's, who's you know... He's just Snoop Dogg He's now, just right? Snoop Dogg. Sorry. Right, Snoop Dogg now. Why? Is he... he changed his name in about 1998. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Fine. He's involved, is he? He's involved. I th- I think... And they're all judging whether who's, you know, who's good and stuff. I think that anything you add Snoop Dogg to improves it. Yeah. I like what, that. Kind of, what wouldn't be improved? Tell me one thing that wouldn't be improved with the addition of Snoop Dogg. He's not very good at streaming on Twitch, I've noted. He ju- he but that's a charming thing in itself, though, right? He's like in his fifties. Yeah, he's charming because sometimes I just leave it on overnight. He's <laughs> great. <laughs> come back to it in the morning. So you've undermined your own argument. Oh, that's how turn it off. That sounds amazing. Just him looking at his computer, going, "Oh, um, oh." <laughs> no one can tell me anything that wouldn't be improved by the addition of Snoop Dogg. Yeah, I've talked myself around there. To yeah, be honest. that I've sounds so good. Yeah, like he's, he's basically, you, if you happen to be there <laughs> when he's come back and seen the thing. Still turned on. That's amazing. That's brilliant. Uh, well, also on the uh, beans, uh, Gary Ricks has also sent in an email. Said, "Guys, guys, guys! The beans in the ramekin is surely just for them to be placed in the microwave and blitzed, rather than heating up a big saucepan of beans and keeping them warm for hours during service." Gary Ricks, you're probably fucking right, aren't you? Yeah, but I mean, uh, I don't think that's an excuse. Let's have a little bean microwave to just uh, tiny bits of beans. First of all, Gary doesn't feel like he's in anything approaching nodding terms with how chefs cook things. Right. They're going to cook more than a ramekin of beans at once. 
It's yeah, a but the te- kitchen. Yeah, but it takes a, it takes a separate vessel, doesn't it? No, but what I'm saying is, that the, uh, everything's on just on the hob. Everything's just on a big grill, isn't it? Like a big flat grill. So you got your egg on there. You got yeah. your, it's, it's so just don't a big put your beans grill. on the grill. No, no, that's what I mean. You wouldn't. So what? Where, how would you cook well, them? A big saucepan, so you get more than one portion out at once. Yeah, but like you don't know if anyone's going to want beans. I mean, there's a good chance that people will, but they Come. do burn quite easily, don't they? Well, I'm not doing no exchanges in my restaurant. I'm not. You can't. You can't substitute <laughs> items in my fried breakfast restaurant. I reckon they just sort of. They, he's probably right, Gary. They probably make about ten or ten or twelve. I don't mind picking that particular dozen uh, to, <laughs> uh, of, of ramekins of beans, and they just pop, pop them in the microwave uh, as and when. I think the problem is you microwave and beans. Some of them explode, and it makes them very dry. Yeah. I just don't think if you run if you run your own cafe a convection oven yeah maybe maybe if you run a cafe though Pete would yeah. you be accepting customers substituting items in your breakfast because yeah, some it's... places do some don't it's a big it's a big fine line between it there's one that there's one that I used to live next to a little Italian kind of just an Italian deli where they just sell like um, just escalopes and pasta bit mm. bakes and stuff and then uh, and then they do uh, loads of different kinds of but they do like twelve different. Uh, fry breakfasts. If you don't, if you can't find something in one of them, none of them vegetarian. <laughs> if you can't find one of them that doesn't tick all the boxes for you, then you're a fucking pain in the ass. And I, I kind of understand that you want to be able to please the customer, but I mean, the substitution thing can go silly. If you let, if you open, if you, right. you know, it could be, it could I don't want a... any bread, any beans. Yeah. I want black pudding instead of all of that. Yeah, I just I... want a big bowl of black pudding. Yeah, can I substitute the um, the, the toast for a, a steak? <laughs> yes. No, you fucking can't. No, you can't, you maniac. But it's sometimes... roughly the same shape. I don't care. I would probably go up to and including two substitutions, and the substitutions have to already be in the breakfast universe. I have to already right. be doing them. What if you're on cornflakes on it? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you're cornflakes in your beans. Yeah, I, I just, I just think that you know you, you have to really draw a line somewhere. Um, it's breakfast somewhere, I'd say. And one thing I don't like about cafes as well is that they don't. A lot of the time, they'll serve up the sauces in those red and brown plastic containers, and the sauces will really be really cheap. Always be really cheap. It won't be Heinz ketchup. And it'll be really vinegary, off-brand brown sauce. Yeah, but the, it, worse than that is getting your tomato sauce in individual sachets. That can get. No, fucked. but at least it's Heinz. Yeah, but there's never enough. There's never fucking enough of it, and you don't get any Tabasco. Give me Tabasco. Give me the. Give me the light. Yeah, and I also don't. Th- I also think that like um, with the with the scrimping on the tomato ketchup thing, mm. how much money are they actually saving? Because I checked this earlier because I knew we'd be talking about this, mm. and you can buy four liters of Heinz tomato ketchup from Amazon. For under £20. Are you paying with it with Visa credit card, though? Because that's not happening in, the, in January, big boy. What do you mean? The Visa, um, thanks to uh, Brexit, uh, Visa uh, credit cards are, to, um, according to Amazon, who are just... They, they are penniless at the moment. They are bereft. <laughs> uh, they can't afford uh, the... They can't afford the um, the amount of money it takes to process uh, the visa credit cards in the UK, but just in the UK. You're being serious? they're no longer part of the EU. So I've got a MasterCard debit, so I'm fine. Yeah. But all those people Amex. out there with a visa debit. Yeah. But that's not a debit, that's a credit card. Credit. Yeah, what? but if you've got a visa debit, that's why we got it. Doesn't, it, doesn't go, it doesn't go visa debit. It, no, it's not visa debit, it's just, just visa credit. Oh, visa credit. Yeah. Okay. I don't have a credit card anyway. Good. <laughs> Some of the bigger boys said I can't be responsible enough to have one. So I you got a, I do, And yet they won't give me the stack card. Yeah. Because I'll pay for stuff. Yeah, but one, the stack card does a does a um, 
does a lot of uh, big trips around the office. <laughs> People take it off me all the time. Oh, yeah. shit. Anyway, on that bombshell, we will get out of here for another week. Thank you for sending in your battery brands. Thank you for listening to us talk about fried breakfast. I understand it's quite an alien concept to people in other, other, other parts of the world. Perhaps if you are living in a country that doesn't traditionally do fried breakfast, why don't you treat yourself to one? Why don't you go and make yourself one? Because <laughs> I think that it would be interesting to see what the variations would be like, personally. Mm. Hello at lukeandpeacher.com for emails. Same place for the battery brands. We'll do some more next Thursday. We are at Luke and Pete Show on the old Twitter and Instagram. Big thank you to uh, our producer Rory for his efforts this week as ever. And we'll see you again on Monday. Have a lovely weekend. See you soon. I'm not going to congratulate Rory until I've heard the edit. Fair enough, actually. <laughs> Easy gig, yeah. otherwise. He's already assumed that he's going to be doing a good job. <laughs> You're absolutely right. Yeah. Um, a neutral shout out to Rory. See you on Monday. <laughs> Luke and Pete Show is a Stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network.